Ahoy, I'm Rich Grimshaw, and this is the Daily Podcast Practice Show for Wednesday, July 21st of 2021. This is where I'm making podcast sausage, the podcast sausageator. And you get to hear me make it. I want to thank David Hooper from Big Podcast Daily and Build a Big Podcast for uh, turning me on to this kind of format where we just do things. And I want to thank my friend Simple Joe from Cincinnati, Ohio, who does his own version of the Sausage Factory podcast formula and inspires me each and every day. So thank you, Joe. I listen to Simple Joe every day, and you should too. You can listen to him at thesimplejoe.com for the very best in daily commentary. I highly recommend it. Today was National Hot Dog Day. I say was because I'm recording this at 9, 11 p.m. in the evening of the day, so there's not much of the day left. Is Let me ask a question now. Is a hot dog different from a frankfurter? That's always kind of questioned me, and I've never bothered to look it up, and I'm not going to start now, but I just wonder about it. My um, my mother, my late mother, would have loved to celebrate National Hot Dog Day. She loved hot dogs. She loved them. It was like a delicacy. I, I'm, I'm always amazed that we didn't get hot dogs for Thanksgiving because she really liked them. Now, now, Mom was born and raised on Staten Island, New York, and I just wonder if the location had something to do with it, or maybe there was just something great about hot dogs in her upbringing. I don't know. <laughs> this is the same woman who fed, fed me fried bologna, by the way, and liver and onions a few times. Now, I'm not complaining, all right? I'm not complaining. I had I had food every day. I had great medical care. I had clothes. I had an education. I had encouragement. I had a free college ride. My parents did their work well, as well as they could. I mean, they raised three of us, <laughs> and we were obstreperous. There's a good word for you. But we... Uh, we did okay. We all got out of, out of college that they paid for, and so far we've stayed out of jail. So there you go. So hot dogs and fried bologna, they're okay. Uh, Mom liked ice cream, too. <laughs> she loved ice cream, and we agree on that. I I like ice cream, I, and I've been doing very good about staying away from it for a long time because otherwise I would balloon, and I'm one of the larger mices in the houses right now, so I don't need to do that. Mom also liked to... She liked a good house party. She would invite just a lot of friends over, and we'd play stupid parlor games. <laughs> but but everyone had a good time. She was quite the entertainer. So today was National Hot Dog Day. Here's to you, Mom. It's not today, but coming up on September 30th is International Podcast Day. I was just reminded of that by an email that I got, and maybe we'll promote that. We'll see what we can do to make that kind of a special day in September. Our word today is Kraken, spelled K-R-A-K-E-N. Kraken is a noun that means a fabulous Scandinavian sea monster. Not just a, not just a Scandinavian sea monster, but a fabulous Scandinavian sea monster. I have no idea what that means. Here's a, a recent example on the web. The Kraken of Nordic legends was likely based on actual sightings of giant squid and octopuses, but folklore embellished it into a monstrosity capable of creating massive whirlpools and swallowing up even the largest of ships. Wow. Now, why would I pick a word like Kraken today? Well, I'm glad you asked. It's because Seattle, Washington has a new NHL franchise coming on, and they have picked the name Kraken as the team name. 
as Jeff Baker in the Seattle Times says, eschewing more traditional options and going with a moniker that generated some of the most heated debates among local fans. <laughs> yeah, let's get let's get a heated debate about what we call our teams, why don't we? So anyhow, that was that was the the number one pick for the the words that are being looked up today on merriamwebster.com and that's why I picked Kraken. You know, you have to find your nuggets where you can, folks, and that's where I find them. I like Marion Webster. Part of the challenge of pulling together this show each day is finding material to read. So today I'm trying a daily newsletter that I'm getting from thebullsheet.com. You see what they did there? Sheet, S-H-E-E-T, instead of, you know what? I got my first one today, and there's lots of stuff in there that doesn't interest me, but there's some eh, that might be okay. So let's just see what we got here. Did you know a study of all the number one Billboard Hot 100 songs from 1958 to 2001? Wow, that's nearly, that's more than 40 years of shows. Showed that those with simple, repetitive lyrics are more likely to reach the top 40. This is likely due to the, quote, processing fluency theory, unquote, which states that the easier a message is to digest, the more positively people react to it. It's a popular strategy for advertising, and it's often used in stand-up routines when comedians circle back to the same punchline throughout their sets. Hmm. Interesting. So, yeah, top 40, that's, that's kind of neat. That's a, a sign of commercial success, I guess. But does that mean it's a song that's changed the world? I don't know. Look at Woody Guthrie's. Is it Woody Guthrie? I think it's Woody Guthrie. This land is our land. I don't know that that was ever top 40, but it's certainly an influential song. Today's bullshit reasons to party. It is Pi Approximation Day. Today's date, written in the date-slash-month format, is 22-slash-7. Well, that's tomorrow's date. I'm sorry. <laughs> this is for tomorrow. Okay. Well, you're getting it a day early. We're in a time warp, as Billy Pilgrim from... Slaughterhouse 5 would say. So 22 divided by 7 is an approximate value for pi. Don't confuse today with pi day, which is March the 14th, 3.14145897 or whatever. I used to know that to like, I don't know, 20 places or so. But that was in my early days of geekdom, and I've outgrown that now. Uh, let's see. Today's records. On this date in 2001, a 30-year-old man from New Delhi, India, set a record by standing still for 24 hours and one minute, eclipsing the previous record of 18 hours. Wow. That requires some, some kind of stamina. I mean, that's not NFL pro football kind of stuff, but it's still amazing. I wouldn't want to do it, but good for him. On this day in 2017, uh, we're not going to go there. All right, let's go to fun facts or bulls bits. The average active vocabulary of an adult English speaker is around 20,000 words. I'll go along with that. But you don't need 20,000 because 90% of everything written in English uses just 1,000 words. I learned that a long time ago. Here's another one. There are more English words beginning with the letter S than with any other letter. I wonder if that goes into the vulgar words that we use or not. The most common letter in English is E. It appears in about 11% of all words in the common English vocabulary. 
Some English words exist only in plural forms, such as glasses, binoculars, scissors, tongs, and pants. Yeah. You know what half of a scissors is? It's a sizz. That's from an old uh, Alan Sherman song um, about pears. I don't, I don't remember the name of the song, but I remember the lyrics. Singulars and plurals are so different, bless my soul. Has it ever occurred to you, my friend, that the plural of half is whole? Boy, that's going way back. Ironically, here's another fun fact. The most commonly misused word, let's do this again, Rich. Ironically, the most commonly misused word in the English language is ironic. Oh, that's neat. I'd like to see that survey. The bowl sheet water cooler question of the day. A survey found people in the average household do this about 18 times a month. What is it? Would it be watering the lawn, taking out the trash? Would it be eating meals? No. No, none of those. It is arguing about doing the dishes. Really? Oh, that's so sad. Well, at least they didn't kill anybody. All right, we'll end this with the bullshit deep thought of the day. I don't know. This isn't attributed to anybody. It's just something that they have tacked onto the end of the newsletter. We don't see things as they are. We see them as we are. Mm, that's true. That's why it's so important to listen to other people when they're talking so you can understand the things that they are saying and not just trying to put your opinion out there and make it the predominant one. That's all for today. I'm Rich Grimshaw, and you are invited to join me again tomorrow. Thanks for listening.